Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all hear that? This is the Profoundly Pointless Podcast, and after our last episode, we got the advice that we needed to have some introductory music. And I thought that the best way for us to get introductory music was just to bust out my two-year-old's electric piano and just put out straight fire. This is Tango. Tango with the violin. Want to take it back to church? A little organ? Maybe you're not feeling tango. Want to go to the club? But like a classy club. Disco violin classy. Maybe an eclectic club. Disco music box. Maybe you don't want the club at all. Maybe it's been a tough day. Little blues. Really tough day, blues trumpet. It's like a sad elephant. Blues with bells. Maybe it hasn't been a tough day. Maybe yesterday was the tough day, and you're still a little bit down, but you want to pick it up a little bit. Pick it up even a little bit more. Maybe you've been in the music scene. You've heard enough of it. You want something new. You want the new new. But mixed with a little classical piano. Oh, that's the same. Sorry. Now mix with a little classical organ. Oh, that's that's awful. Let's bring it back to tango. 
Actually, no, I think Disco is the leading contender. So the reason that we're going through all this introductory music is because after the last episode, we had a couple of people give us the advice that we needed to have some kind of an introduction. And that got me thinking about not only what's the appropriate kind of music to introduce the Profoundly Pointless podcast, but also just the topic of advice in general. And I think that about 90% of the advice that I've gotten in my life has just been wrong. And about 90% of the advice that I've given other people has also just been wrong. Because I think that you need to know somebody really, really well to give them good, solid advice. Otherwise, these kind of generalities about things, they just don't really apply to a person at that specific time or for their specific situation. The biggest thing it got me thinking about, though, is the worst advice that I've ever gotten. The worst advice that I've ever heard is this idea that life is short. That, to me, is incredibly dumb. Because life isn't short. It's literally the longest thing that you will ever do. And I think the key to success, however you want to define that, is not this mentality that life is short. It's the mentality that life is a grind. And I'm not talking about the idea that you shouldn't take opportunities that are given to you. I think that is absolutely important that if you have a spur-of-the-moment thing where you can travel to another country, you should absolutely take that. If you have things where you're presented with calculated risks, you should absolutely jump off the cliff and hope that a net appears. What I'm talking about is this idea that you have to stick things out. And if you look at it from this mindset of life is short, you're just going to move on to the next thing when really what you need to be doing is just grinding things out. So I used to run track, so I'll use this metaphor. I feel like now that I'm in my 30s, I'm on the second lap of a four-lap race. And I'm in the middle of the pack. And it'd be really easy to coast because I'm probably not going to get to the front. And unless something happens, I'm probably not going to fall back. So you could kind of just coast along. Life is short. I'll run at this pace. If I see something to my left, if I see something to my right, I'm going to go look at that and then I'll go back to this pace. But the really hard thing to do is just to start grinding and to just push yourself and push yourself and work and work and work. And that takes a lot of energy. That is really hard. And I think that even this podcast is an example of why the life is short idea is dumb. Because the life is short idea is to start a podcast. And then you do it. But to make it into anything. You have to just grind it out and keep going and going and going. And we're only five episodes in, and it's already becoming hard to do that. There's already been times where I've thought of like, okay, that's enough of that. Let's move on to something else. But then you never find out what you actually could have accomplished if you would have just kept working at something. To take something as far as you can get it. Because that last little bit that separates people takes a lot of energy and takes a lot of work. 
And you can't approach that with this life is short mentality. It has to be life is a grind. I feel like life is short is something that a marketing came marketing company came up with to get people to buy things and take vacations that they can't afford. Now that we've talked about that depressing subject, let's get some disco. Straight fire! All right, let's really get into the episode now. This is the Profoundly Pointless Podcast. I'll say it again. My name is Nick. I'll say it again if I haven't said it already. And I think we've got a pretty good episode coming up. Um, We're going to talk to my friend John about the worst advice he's personally gotten. We're actually going to debut some segments. I don't know what they're going to be yet. I think that when we're talking to John, I'll just come up with the idea and we'll see what he does. But first, we're going to talk to our intern. We have an intern. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, and we're going to do a top 10 on top 10 most satisfying places to pop a pimple. Because you know that there's some places on your face where you pop it. that just they're, they're not as good as others. But let's go ahead and talk to our intern first. The reason that we're having intern Michael is because he has made his way to have a special place in my heart. The first impression that you really had on me is when you gave me double finger grunts in the hallway. Two to the heart, one to the head. And the second thing is when you wrote this review on our podcast, quote, I very much enjoyed this podcast, or rather its debut episode. I have not heard episode two because I'm bad at keeping track of things. Great cast of gentlemen, although so far, I think there are only two of them. (laughs) All from the heart. Straight from the heart. What do you think in your internship that you have – in your internship with us, with Profoundly Pointless, what have you learned? Uh, to just to, – to reflect on things. It's good. It's good to reflect. Um, yeah. It kind of sounds like nothing. You really <laughs> learned nothing from – Michael, if you've seen the picture that we have on our iTunes account, Michael is the one who took that picture. And I was pleasantly surprised with it. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, that was really early, too. You trusted me with your phone. I would not trust anybody with my phone. Yeah. I knew that this was a guy with potential. What do you think you've learned? What, what have you learned just in general from, from me personally? From you personally? Throughout your internship. Let's see. I don't know. You seem like you seem in control, but you seem like not too little carefree, but not careless. Ooh. I like that. I want to be at my at some point in my life like that. Like I know what I'm doing, and I know what I'll be able to do it. But so I'm going to have fun in the meantime. What are some of the notes that you've written down? Because I love your notepad. Let's see. Okay, ratings on a scale from one to ten usually start at five, unless you actively dislike that thing. Five is neutral. I forget what you were reviewing, but you gave whatever you were reviewing a five because you didn't care that much for it, but you didn't actively dislike it enough to give it anything lower than a five. So the rating system is really the only contribution I've had. (laughs) That, well, I mean, you told me to write down other things, but my notes are really bad. I'm like a serial killer. Like, some of it's really neat. Some of it's just scribbles, like... It's very impressive that some of it is very well organized, and other of it looks like... You just got bored and started just scribbling back and forth. (laughs) But the most important stuff is scribbled. The least important stuff is really uh, written neatly. Do you – so you are what year at University of Arizona right now? I'm a junior. I'll be a senior this year. 
do you feel like you're ready for life? I hope so. God, I hope so. What's kind of what, what does it? Are you scared? Are you worried? I feel I feel like I can handle it. Maybe I don't know. I guess what I'm worried about is like finding affordable housing. I don't know how that works. I don't know how to find a place to live once I have a job. Why is that like? Why is that a challenge for you? I just I don't. No one's ever said, "Hey, this is how you find an apartment," or "Hey, this is how you." Well, I know how to pay bills. It's like, "Hey, this is how you find somewhere nice to live where people aren't going to break into your car every night." That's what I found was actually a big challenge coming out of college. Was this the first time that people aren't really telling you when to be at a place, where to be at a place? Yeah. I mean, even classes are basically regimented. Like yeah. you show up here, you do this thing. Yep. Now you don't have a path in front of you. Yeah. 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 Good input. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Is is the quote quote unquote real world what you thought it would be like? Yes. 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 I'm never at zero. I want to be at zero soon. I feel like I'm always in like mental debt either with an assignment or something else stressing me out. I want to be at zero where it's like, "Whoa, I'm at I'm at a surplus even." You want to be more in control. You feel yeah. like you're always behind? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm always behind. Are you worried about finding jobs, things like that? I mean, how does a college student entering about to enter the workforce? What do you think? I feel like I feel like no, I'm not worried about finding a job. I feel like I'm ready to like do whatever the lowest thing is to work or, or work my way up to climb up the ladder. So I don't mind like taking whatever job wherever place will give me. I have some compliments that I want to give you. Oh, okay. Number one, I really appreciate it, the way that you once helped me count how many times one of the other employees here sighed. <laughs> I thought you did a really good job at that. Yeah. I also thought you are an excellent whisper talker. Yeah. Let's hear some of it. Okay. I think that it's really important to not let that other employee hear you, even though somehow he sometimes hears you. He's like a bat. He, he really is, but then sometimes he just finishes conversations you guys weren't even having, which is weird. Do you feel like you struggle? I mean, you've got essentially three jobs. You're a manager at Burger King, you have the internship, and then you're a full-time student right now? Yeah, well, I will be when school starts, I guess. Okay. I, I get lazy if there's not a bunch on my plate. Which is like, I guess that goes back to the, I wish I was at zero kind of thing. But I don't function if I give myself the time to do stuff. I function better under pressure and then, you know, diamonds come out. I feel like most of the real world is just balancing things. Yeah. That's really the trick to it. Yeah. Do you feel like you got this? Yes. 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 You got more confident as you continued to say it. <laughs> Were you, do you really feel that way or were you convincing yourself? A little bit of both. I feel like they go hand in hand. So it's like I could wallow and sit all sad or I could just fight and make it to the top. Here's the biggest problem that I have with you. You're a manager at Burger King <laughs> and you have not once yeah, I, brought us anything. Okay. Which I don't know if Burger King somehow hears this is a compliment to your abilities as a manager that you're not – that you don't succumb to peer pressure. <laughs> Or the fact that you don't kind of hook it up a little bit. I, I just, I've always taken it genuinely as a joke. Otherwise, I would take your order and then make sure I had it. 
but also I would change at work and then make my way over here as soon as possible so the food did not get cold. Do you shower after you work at Burger King and then come here? Yeah, yeah. That's why sometimes I'm a little late. But, I mean, full-on shower? Like, you're shampooing the hair and everything? Or what do you do? I mean, I cannot answer that with 100% accuracy because sometimes I'll just stand in the water and take a water shower. And then... uh, What's a water shower? How is that different than any other kind of shower? Hot water, and then I'm like, all right, I've wasted enough time. I don't have time to put soap. (laughs) See, but what's the point of taking a shower and not using any kind of soap? I mean, you're already there. Yeah, well, I don't know, because once once the water hits you, it's like I'm relaxed. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm not stressed. I'm at zero. And then it's like, what's going to put me negative is like the effort it takes to put soap Shampoo and body wash. Are you going straight soap into the hand? You going loofah? You going washcloth? Loofah. And then my shampoo, I guess, has uh, caffeine and menthol in it. What? Yeah, well, sometimes I take a shower after the gym, but after the gym is like 2 in the morning. So then my shampoo wakes me up, and I'm like, ah! That that is a struggle. Yeah. It's Dove soap. It's not some weird, like, crazy new soap or anything. It's Dove soap, and it just says that with caffeine and menthol to excite the hair. Wow. Would you recommend an internship with us again? Yeah. With Profoundly Pointless? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to grow into something big, and I want to be at the at the start. Well, you are our intern slash executive producer, <laughs> so I want to thank you. Anything else that you want to add? Anything you think we missed? Just some knowledge about you as a person? You said, you uh, in response to something I said, you were like, I don't know if you're young and dumb or old and wise, because... I was talking about, like, you want a girl that likes you or that you like to be somewhat crazy in that, like, she'll be so mad at you over something that she might murder you, but you just never do the thing that would make her so mad to murder you, but you want her to have that level of love for you. What's the dream going out into the real world? What's the dream? And I hate that phrase, the real world, but just after college. Just be comfortable, like, to know what I can do. Do you think you're pretty prepared for stuff? You're general, like, so you're, I'm 33, you're? Uh, 22. <laughs> <laughs> explosive. Be explosive. Michael and I also have this thing where you have to be explosive when you stand up out of a chair. <laughs> Can you just demonstrate really At fast? random times. <laughs> so you got to stay ready. Always, you gotta stay yeah, ready. ready. I mean, do you feel like your generation is different than other people's? Because a lot of people kind of, they kind of crap on younger people. Yeah. Do you feel like that's deserved? Or you I think- know. I've read an article that said that people have been saying that since the 1920s. You know, the, this new generation is lazier, but they just have more luxuries afforded to them. But there are also new challenges. All right, Michael. Bye. Okay, so now let's call my friend John Shaw. And we've got a couple of things going with him that I don't think that he knows about. Number one, we're going to start a new segment with him as the focal point, but we're not going to tell him about it. And also, we've had some kind of audio issues that have been going, so I've asked him to download this program, and we're going to see if he's actually been able to figure out how to download it and how to use it. But first, let's take a bet on if he pretends to be a pizza place or some kind of restaurant when he answers the phone. I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say no on this one. Long John Silvers, how can I help you? 
Dang it. I bet I bet no that it wasn't going to be a pizza place and then for some reason I also said restaurant just hoping hoping that you would stick with pizza place. I thought about doing the pizza place thing, but I was like, you know what? Seeing Laundron Silvers are being assholes and turned down our multi-year contract. I'm gonna start throwing them under the bus. I think we need to go over to Captain D's. I have no idea what that is. I like Captain J's. No, the only thing I know about Captain D's is that they follow us on Twitter. Yeah, or we follow them. I'm not entirely sure which one it is. We have a Twitter. I didn't. I, I had no idea. You're actually supposed to be managing the Twitter. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we're doing a great job. Did you figure out how to download that Audacity program? Uh, yes, I figured it out. I just have not done it yet. How can you say that you figured it out if you haven't done it? Uh, I mean, how hard can it be to download a program? But you can't say that you know how to do something if you've never actually done it. I mean, I've downloaded dozens of apps before. I'm pretty sure this is no different. Hmm. I really, we're going to have to check back in next week. And I really hope that you somehow can't do it and you have to call me for tech support. What is, um, what's the worst advice that you've ever gotten? Probably... You know, you know, probably it's probably more of a serious thing than it is a joke, to be honest with you. It's probably back like in high school, listening to all my ex-coaches tell me that uh, aggression and discipline is is the way to get through life. Did you you found that to be untrue later on? <laughs> yeah, I found out that you just can't break things uh, and expect for it to be okay, or. Uh, not naming names, um, just bust out a samurai sword and start chopping fruit up in half. That was probably the best idea I've ever had. You know, there's lots of bad advice I've gotten, more, more so from my friends. It's usually my friends that uh, if I listen to anything they say, it always ends up in a horrible time. Let's go back to the, the, the thing. One of the things we talked about on the very first uh, episode of this podcast. Your love for Grand Marinet. Marnier. Marnier. You think it's a good idea to shoot that like a whiskey shot. And I listen to you because I'm an idiot and I do it anyways and it's horrific. Do you often give people advice? Uh, no. Nope, not even close. If I give anyone advice, I always preface it with, well, it's coming for me, so think about it like that. Do you want to give people, though, advice? Do you feel like if someone would listen to you, you could improve their lives? I mean, to all the thousands of people that listen to this podcast, isn't that what they think? That we are enriching their brains? Not according to most of the comments we've gotten, no. What percentage of the advice that you've gotten would you say is wrong or just was bad advice in general like serious advice well i mean if we're, if we're if we're being serious for 30 real seconds i don't know if anyone's advice is ever wrong i mean they're just giving you advice based upon their life experiences or what they feel is correct or what works for them 
I'm the same way. I mean, you know, I'll stop. You know, I'll, I'll be in conversation with somebody and give them my thoughts. My uncle once gave me the advice, stay away from beer and alcohol and women at the same time. And in <laughs> hindsight, that's really been that's been my greatest my greatest time. That's how I got my wife. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how we all come together. Um, do you have anything else to say on the topic of advice? I will say the best advice I I, I, I ever gotten is from my father, who, God bless his heart, he's told me this more times than I care to count. But he would always tell me, and he'd look me dead in the eyes, and he would go, John, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to live your life, son. And then he would, then, then he would just walk away. And I'd be like, wait. <laughs> wait, is he calling me fat or am I drunk or, or am I stupid or am I all three? Did that re- Does that really happen? What? Did that, that he said that to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happened multiple times. <laughs> Do you think Literally, that... <laughs> probably in the dozens. Probably probably almost a hundred times in my entire life he said that exact quote to me. Do like you... when, I was st- when I was still like 20, 21 years old and I was living at home trying, you know, trying to find a big kid job and I'd go out with my friends he'd always stop me before I leave and he would go John two things he would say that and then he would go and if you wind up in jail my phone's broken don't call me <laughs> what is he trying to say exactly alright so we have a new we have a new segment debuting this week John Shell's tip of the week now it is time for the tip of the week John Shaw is here with the tip of the week. His ideas are so big you can only handle the tip. So here he is with just the tip of the week. What's your tip? <laughs> All right, so my tip, and it's based upon an arrest deck and an arrest of a former celebrity, or is he still a celebrity? I don't know. But, Nick, help me out here. Sean Weiss is... Go. Who is he? I, I, don't, I don't know at all. Of course you don't. He is, uh, anyone familiar with the Mighty Ducks, he was the goalie, Goldberg. He got arrested. Nick, you don't even know what Mighty Ducks is, do you? I do know what Mighty Ducks is, only because people bring it up a lot and I refuse to pay attention to what it actually is. But I'm aware of its concept. Okay, well, my tip of the week is, because he, he used to be this really fat little kid. Uh, he was a great goaltender, and he just got popped for, like, his fourth arrest. Um, this time it was OWI, and he looks basically like he's been on meth for 10 years, which, by the way, he was arrested for. So my tip of the week is don't do meth. Don't wind up like Goldberg. I mean, I I would have to say that don't do meth is generally a pretty a pretty good tip. Yeah, I, I mean, it took me a long time to think of one, but that one just it just popped up. Okay, now we're gonna move on to our top ten list, and because John Shaw has a flip phone and lives in a bunker in Detroit, he is not gonna be able to join us for this because we're having some audio problems. So I'm gonna go ahead and do this top ten list all by myself. What we're talking about is the top 10 most satisfying places on your face, or on your body, actually, to pop a pimple. 
And everybody knows that popping a pimple can be extremely satisfying, especially if you really have to work for it. That's why, number one, not necessarily in order of importance, but number one, the first one on our list, is going to be the mid-upper thigh, like the inside part of your thigh. That's on the list because it's incredibly painful. And by the time you finally do it, you've had to summon such internal strength just to mentally be able to pop that thing that it's incredibly satisfying. Number two is going to be in your shoulder blades. That is satisfying because it's basically impossible to do by yourself. And if you manage to do it, that's a huge accomplishment. And number two, why that's so satisfying is because if you can find someone that will help you pop that pimple, that is someone that you need to keep in your life. The third one on our list is middle of the forehead, especially if you get it early, because those can kind of dig in, and if you can't get it right off the bat, you're just going to end up squeezing that thing until it becomes a giant red mess. So getting that early is a big deal. The fourth one I'm going to go side of the nose, specifically that side pocket of your nose, right where the nose kind of meets the face. That is a place that I guarantee, even at 33 years old, I can squeeze that area and get a pimple out of there. So if you ever just feel, if you're ever having one of those moments where you start to try to pop a bunch of them, that is always a gold mine of pimple popping. Number, whatever number we're on. I think we're on four or five. John has above the hairline. Any place where you can't really see it, so you have to search around for it, and then you've got to somehow manage to position your hands where you can pull back the hair but also squeeze it, that is a really tough one to do. Those pimples usually pop pretty easily. It's more about the actual finding of the pimple and getting your hands around it that makes it so satisfying. This is our number one. This is the one that I think is the biggest, most satisfying pimple pop is the lip. I'm not talking about the actual lip. I'm talking about that area that is just between where the lip ends and the face skin kind of starts. If you get one in there, they're hard to find. But when you pop it, then they kind of leave a hole And that just, to me, has always been a very satisfying place to pop a pimple. Honorable mention is going to be anyone that makes a noise. If you get one of those and you hear that kind of just like, that's how you know that you just popped a really good one. Now we're going to go ahead and bring this episode of the Profoundly Pointless podcast to a close. I don't know exactly what we're going to have in next week's episode, but we've got some pretty Pretty interesting guests lined up. People that I'm surprised actually tentatively agreed to go ahead and come on the show. Like, I think they're going to be really interesting to talk to. We're going to continue to try and expand and maybe add some segments. We're going to have to find some new music for those. So let us know what, let us know what you think about the music that we have for the podcast. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We added an Instagram. That only took about two to three minutes, but it was a big deal for us to finally figure out how to be able to do that. And I think that we're going to go ahead and try to start a war between Long John Silvers and Captain D's. 
And whichever one of those actually responds to us, because we keep sending them messages, whichever one of them actually responds to us first is going to become this show's unofficial sponsor. I'm hoping it's Captain D's, because Long John Silver's has kind of missed its chance, I feel like. We defended them, and they just they just threw us under the bus. This has been the Profoundly Pointless Podcast. It really helps us out if you can like Download, subscribe. We really appreciate it. We don't really get anything from it. It's just kind of the idea that somebody somewhere kind of likes us, that really keeps us going and kind of motivates us to do more stuff. Let us know what you think of the music. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.